talk politics. <laughs> and today we have Ray, Jen, Michi, and I'm Michelle, your host. Hello, drunk delegates. Grab a drink of your choice and let's get started. Woo! So what is everybody drinking tonight? Michi, what you got, girl? Um, we have a Texas local again. Ooh. Um, Texas bitch. Turning out to be quite the trend. Hashtag Texas here. forever. <laughs> we have a Becker Vineyards 2017 Texas Tempranillo coming in at 13.7 volume alcohol. Oh, volume alcohol volume. Not much to drink. Um, it is aged in both French and American oak barrels. Our Tempranillo has intriguing flavors of mocha and sun dried cherries. That's what they say. Actually, I haven't had the chance to look mm. forward to tasting it. And this one is made in a winery in the Texas Hill Country. And they yeah. say, we hope you will. Fredericksburg? Um, or just says Hill Country? Because, I mean, it could be. Stonewall, Texas. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it's out there. And they say, we hope you will enjoy our handcrafted wines with good food and in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Well. That's subjective, right? Fake news. <laughs> and to life, to love, and to friendship. Oh, that's awesome. That's really sweet. So I'm looking forward to tasting this. And uh, we'll post post a bottle of this on our social media. That way you can go I and check even, it out. I may even try a sip. What? I'm, so I'm, this is this is going to be dry. So oh. I, But give it a try. Taste right, it. I'll try it. And you might really enjoy it. Um, it's not going to be like last week's one where it's like really sweet. That one this is, is a much drier. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll post a, the bottle of this so you can pick it up at your local place, your local winery, whatever. Total Wines. <laughs> local store. Whatever. whatever. Market Street. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, <laughs> what, what Moscato are you drinking so, tonight? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I didn't, I was doing other stuff today and totally forgot that I should probably go to the grocery store and get something. So, again, I stopped at the 7-Eleven on the way home. <laughs> and I got, um, last week I had um, Yosemite Rhodes Pinot Grigio, and today I grabbed the Moscato because it was the only one that was already chilled. Ah, um, But I just found out, Ray actually told me today, Yosemite Road is a 7-Eleven proprietary... It's wine? theirs exclusive. Yeah, Look, I gotta tell y'all, for convenience store wine, it ain't half bad. <laughs> I don't remember how much it costs. It wasn't expensive. So, I mean, it's sweet. Six or seven bucks. And it's light. And huh. it's only 10% alcohol. So it's I right up Jen's alley. Yeah, I don't have to worry 10%. about being too. That's not over. bad. Oh, that's pretty good did for you, a Moscato. You brought a Moscato that's not 5%. Yes. Oh! Yeah. So I don't have to drink... 50 ounces of it. That's right. You know, and I got to get up in the morning with my kid. It's a Friday, so I didn't want to get hammered. <laughs> Good job. Good job. So um, we pre-gamed with a Pinot Noir, Tail Slide, from California, 2017. Tail Slide. Tail Slide, yeah. I got a cab for later. I forgot I'd start with the Pinot. Mm-hmm. You know, start with the light. Mm-hmm. Um, in with the heavy. So that I don't get tongue-tied and the tannins don't hit me too early in the podcast. It says, travel to the land of laid-back attitude and carefree mentality with this California Pinot Noir. Let the black cherry and plum character bring out the best of your savory dish or sip solo, letting it carry you to a year-round paradise. I'm sipping solo. I'm letting it carry me to a year-round paradise. Like oh. we need a wine for all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like it, we though. We do that. It is good. Thumbs up. I Isn't like this good? one. I don't know what the, let's see what the alcohol can is. Oh, 13.5%. Sorry. 13. It's 5. such tiny writing. It is. And I wear right? contacts, glasses on top of my contacts. I don't it's know what else I can do. <laughs> I need an eye transplant, people. <laughs> when are they going to start doing those? Like, look. I okay. think they already do them. Do they, they do? They do retina, right? No, I think they I do, like, really full-on eyeballs. They do the eyeballs. whole yeah. eyeball. You can, you can... But I'm sure it's donate, look, donate I'm sure your that's eyeballs for, when you die. I'm sure that's for blind people. Like, I don't want to get... I, I'm not... No fucking clue. I, I can use glasses. <laughs> it was it's on okay. a Grey's Anatomy episode. But, I can yeah. tell oh, you that. Oh, God. That's why I don't know Everything about we it. know about medicine, we learned from Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Yes, we did. Oh, I learned mine on ER in Chicago Hope. Anatomy so. 101. Dating myself. <laughs> so, welcome all of our drunk delegates. Welcome... To any of our new drunk delegates, I hope you enjoy our episode. This is episode nine. Please sure and check out episodes one through eight. Very yes. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about our first one is Elizabeth Warren. She, yeah, she had some really good points in her town hall this, not this week, but last week. The first she wanted to talk about a student loan debt, which um, I don't know about any of y'all. I know some of our friends, my daughter, myself, who I graduated from college in the early 2000s, and I still write a check. Yeah. Navient every month. I can't Well, I don't write a check because, you know, I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) I don't cash out Navient, but... I hit the submit payment button. Right. And I can't seem to shake that final, like, $6,000. I didn't have a a big loan to begin Uh. with. But that final six thousand dollars, it's like it's been at six thousand now for four years. Forever. Like I just, yeah. I don't know. I can't. Sucks. I, yeah. I mean, unless I just want to not. So eat I went that to week. a state school in Oklahoma. Yes, I love. Don't hate me. <laughs> you know what? It um, probably was cheaper for you to go out of state it, it than it was, was state in state. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, and actually, I lived. I lived in Texas, but this particular, a lot of Oklahoma states, or a lot of Oklahoma state universities that are near the border give you um, a discount if you keep your old GPA up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so state school, still paying. Still paying. So, um, and it's not a low payment every month. So her idea, which I thought was really um, smart, and because everybody was like, how are you going to pay for it? Right? Of course. And <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think I have it. But it was, she's going to take... If you make more than $50 million a year, you start getting taxed two cents on $50 million and $1. $50 million and $1. You start getting taxed two pennies for every yes. dollar after that. Yes. A 2% um, tax. 2%, not two yeah. cents. Which yeah. is the same thing. It's two, <laughs> two. Yeah. Yeah. She said two cents. Well, it's so two maybe cents on every dollar. On every dollar. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And... Not only will that help forgive student loan debt, or 95% of student loan debt, but it could also pay for one through four childcare, mm-hmm. ages one through four. It also could pay for preschool, and then it could also pay for college, which I'm I'm assuming she's talking about state colleges, right? Yeah. State mm-hmm. universities. I, I can't imagine anybody who would disagree with that besides the 75,000 people that make 50 million or more. And that's yeah. the interesting thing. Is and if they're the only ones that vote, fuck them. They it's lose. 75,000 people who qualify, who will be impacted by that tax, right. that additional tax. And I'm sorry, if if you make 
fifty thousand dollars. Fifty million. Fifty million. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You make fifty thousand. Okay. I'm not. I'm not I'm, We're not coming after I'm you. We're not coming after you. Yeah. You make fifty million, and you think I can't pay more taxes on that. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's just greed. It's just it's greed. It's just greed at that yeah. point. You like it's it's excessive. You don't. It's make, wealth I for mean, the like, sake of wealth. <laughs> You are making more in a year than most people will make in a lifetime. Yes. And you will make that every year. Because right. odds are the one year that you made fifty million in a dollar is not that first year. <laughs> you know? No. It's not a one time thing. No. And yeah. and the other good point that she made about why we should do this, why it makes sense to to tax this group of American citizens, is that she said, Hey, good for you. You had an idea. You had a product, you ran with it, you worked really hard. She's not discounting anybody's mm-hmm. hard work who's made it to that level. Right. Right? But she's saying you did that with American workers mm-hmm. and American mm-hmm. tax money. Exactly. If you're, if you're transporting product, you were doing it on roads and bridges that were Provided. Paid, paid for by tax American taxpayer money, right? Education, all of those things. The yeah. K through 12 education. We're talking about college at this mm-hmm. point. We're talking about K through 12 college yeah. education. You didn't pull this out of your ass and like, right. you know, poof, yeah. here's Amazon. Yeah. It's a spinoff of what, it's a spinoff of what Obama said with the whole, you didn't build that. Yeah. You know, cause you didn't build all of that wealth just by yourself. You're benefiting off of everything else. Right. And then just to clarify what you were saying, Michelle, is that the plan would cancel student loan debt for more than 95% of borrowers. Wonderful. And it would entirely cancel student loan debt for more than 75% of the Americans that have student loan debt. Like, think about that. Like, I know that right now, four or five, my husband and I combined pay about $600 a month for student loans. That's my loans, that's his loans, and then it's for a year of our daughter's Dear loans. God. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. If I yeah. canceled, that's six hundred dollars. My parents were painted on three kids mm-hmm. for twenty five years. On top of me and my sister paying for student loans too. Yeah. On our side, so my parents were paying for loans that they took out as parent. Right. Parent subsidized loans. Right. Yeah. Because there was a point where you could get enough Pell grants to pay for like most of your college, mm-hmm. but somewhere in between my like in the middle of my sister's college education and then when I started. The Pell Grants got less and less and less and less. Because, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know yeah. what happened. What do y'all think happened? Who was president during then? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. But I think about that is that, like, okay, for me personally, that's $600 a month. Yes, I might put some more into my retirement account because I'm in my upper 40s. Mm-hmm. Mid-40s. Ah. <laughs> Mid-40s. <laughs> but a good portion of that is going to go back into the economy. I'm going to buy things. Right. I'm going to go on a vacation somewhere. And more than likely, it's probably still going to be more American wine. State. You're going to have more, more disposable income. Uh, right. Which, which those 75,000 people should fucking love. Right. Because the fact they, that there's going to be how people, many people are going to have disposable income now. Right. Because yeah. right? those other people that we're talking about taking that 2% from, they're not. That 2% that you're taking from them, that's not going into this building here. No. Yeah, it's not no. going into They've the economy. economy. It's I mean, not. think about that, Michi. If both of your girls could have no student debt at all, if 
if your son, Jen, could have no student debt whatsoever, when they, and and here's the thing, if they decided to go to college or not, and I'm hoping that they include trade schools in this as well. Yes. Right? That I don't want to make college like the only avenue for everybody because we we all know that that's not going to. Well, I went to a trade school and that was $40,000. Yeah, they're not cheap. Like They're not cheap. No. That's when I'm still paying $6,000 on my useless ass degree. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, okay, so like you were saying, okay, so between the two of you for your kids, what is that going to shape your life like? Like if you're not, if you know starting in two years that you don't have to save for college for your girls. And kids. Oh, kids. my God. How are we you going to change your life? Well, what are you going to do with that money? We're going to actually have a retirement plan. Th- yeah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Because I don't work. So in my household, it's, you know, me and my husband, we have two kids and a, a son that's graduating high school next month <gasps> and um, a four-year-old who's getting ready. He's going to be in kindergarten this coming year, but it's one income. I'm a stay-at-home mom right now because it's better for my four-year-old, not to mention daycare costs are ridiculous. But to sit here and think, well, if my, if neither of my son, well, at least the youngest one anyway, if he, if we don't have to worry about saving up for him to go to college, even for trade school, God, that, oh, that changes that, everything. Yeah. It, it changes, changes your life. It changes totally your life. changes everything. Right. right. Or if you have like something happen in your, in your, sorry. <laughs> Fucking dog. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if you have something that happens in your lives, right, it, it, an accident, somebody gets sick or whatever, you're not having to dip into, which is where everybody goes yeah. first, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're if, if you're even able to start a college fund, mm-hmm. you, right? Right. You either dip into it or you start realizing now we have to cut back. So that yeah. 2% that we used to put in there is now going down to one or we freeze putting right. and contributing for a while. And, you know, the other thing is that if you think about just education in general, just the idea that you don't have to spend that money and you know going through life that, okay, I don't have to set aside $200 a month for their college funds is, you know, I think about Sydney, your oldest, Michelle, and how she, Michi, how she, I think about Sydney, your oldest, Michi, and how she's a future politician. Um, <laughs> y'all that don't know, she will be our first. She will be our, well, well I can already want to say first. she will be our first. <laughs> hopefully not our first, um, God. She will be the first female president that's the child of a Zimbabwean. Well, let's go <laughs> let's there. Okay. Yes. I'll, yeah. I'll give that. What is it? What's the year? Sydney. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, I don't even want to do math. Now we're getting into math. But, I mean, I know that they're... So, 2040. So, 2040? 2040. No, because you have to be, like, 35 to even be considered. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's a while. It's a while. It's a while. So, like, 30 years from now. So, 2050. 2050. Okay. Okay. But, you know, to see, to think about that is how that can shape her life, you know, is that, you know, you see some camp opportunity for the summer that right now doesn't seem affordable, but you can send her to a 3000 $5,000, $15,000 $5,000, $15,000 camp. <gasps> I can send Lex to space camp. Space this camp. Space. I can go to space camp. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's all well, those things, yeah. those opportunities yeah. that make well, life and, different. And, and not to even mention the fact that after you get out, it's not just so much on the parents, but it's also on the students, right, when they get out. Yeah. And, and how many students are having to move back in home because yep. they graduate the degree, but they don't make enough money. I mean, I had to defer my loans for 10 years, which is why I owe so much because it's compound mm-hmm. interest. Yep. You it's know. Crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. 
There would not be a tax as income student loan debt that has been canceled, which is important because a lot of times if you've ever had like debt charged off or yeah. debts forgiven, they will tax you on that shit like you made money on the deal, yes. which is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they would also make private student loans eligible for the cancellation. God, that's just phenomenal. I know. I, I, just, I know. I'm getting excited at the idea because I cannot think, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like I said, I've got online, my youngest daughter, she still has hers. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like, like I, I, I hate to say this. I kind of want her to, I, like, I want to vote for her right now and make her president. <laughs> right now. Make so. it happen just now. So. Just, like, just so I mean, knows. I'm ready to throw everything else under the bus and just railroad so all other issues to get out from under student loans and not have to pay for my kids to go to college. I will throw all of you under the bus. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, there's a main time it happens. We're, we're, we're voting right now. Local elections mine. matter, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for Elizabeth Warren in your May election. <laughs> um, the other Let's thing I wanted to touch on with Elizabeth Warren, uh, which Michi coined last week, and then it was asked in a town hall, was a young lady uh, got the microphone, said, I don't have a political question. Miss Warren, Senator Warren, but I just, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the media about you getting Hillary, and I wanted to know how you're going to handle that. So, Michi, do you have psychic powers to be sent to the CNN town hall? <laughs> but isn't that interesting? I actually didn't even get a chance to watch it, so I heard, I heard it from you uh, that that was right now, 10 minutes before the podcast. I was like, that's crazy. I said that last week. Uh, but yeah, she looks like... And why do you think, there, when there's other women running... Why is Elizabeth Warren the one that's being Hillary? Well, just because she's like, really, there's so much potential there. And she's by far the most politically astute candidate of the whole 20 that's there. Uh, she has a policy for everything. Mm-hmm. But I think she's kind of bored with the with the game of it all. She just, she wants to govern. She wants <laughs> right. to she's get in there and do, she's ready. She doesn't yeah. want to play the game. And she's one of the she biggest part politician of, it. Right, and the biggest part of it is playing the game. So yeah. she doesn't want to do that, and she's going to end up not going to states she's supposed to go to or saying things she's supposed to say because she's running on her merits. It's kind of like when, like when you've been in the workforce for a long time, and um, you know, you get laid off, or you're just not, you know, you, or you're a stay-at-home mom for however many years, and you decide to go back out in the workforce. I don't want to mess with the game of interviews and answering your dumbass HR questions of if you could be any car part, what car part would you be? <laughs> and I think that's kind of how Elizabeth is feeling. Like, I don't want to answer your stupid ass questions. Just put me in the White House. Let's get started. <laughs> I know I should approved it. Well, you know yeah. what it is though? I think she's happy to talk to the people. She doesn't like the idea of having to do the things. The media. You know thing, what I mean? The fundraising. We've already established fundraising. She does she doesn't want to run. She doesn't right. want to run. She wants she to get the job. I don't know everybody's IQ of the 20. I'm, I would put my money on Elizabeth. Well, of the 20. For having she, the highest IQ. Yeah. And she I has the most solid like policy that's gone through legislation. That's actual policy that's a law. Right. Of even much better record than she Right. Right. Is, is Bernie, is he a lawyer? Or was he a lawyer? I no, mean, he's not a, a lawyer. I remember okay. looking this up. A while reminds back. me of that commercial. <laughs> not a lawyer. Right. Or that's TMZ. No, no I just... 
No, I just remember certain people being obsessed with lawyers and how bad they are. And I was hoping <laughs> to be able to prove that you're obsessed with Bernie and Bernie was a lawyer. But no, he wasn't a lawyer. Well, that's, and that's why I wanted to bring that up is because she was a Harvard law professor. Right. Of course she knows her shit. Yeah. I mean, and she was a Harvard law professor recently, you know. I mean, when she got into she the game. She book. Right. Right. I like the way how she answered it. She said, hey, good question. I'm glad you asked that. But let's all be honest. This didn't start in 2016 with Hillary. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this didn't start with, you know, women being, oh, she had a really good line where she um, talked about, she said, um, when she was running for uh, Senate mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. And she said, people said to me, you're going to lose because Massachusetts in 2011, according to conventional wisdom, was not ready to have a woman Senate or governor. We never had people say it's say, we had people that say it's never going to happen, not for another generation. And she said, and then the Democrat, the Democratic Party was telling her, y'all will appreciate this. <laughs> they were like, get in the race now. You need to be, you're going to lose, but you need to run. So that's what, that's, what that's what the Democratic Party was telling Elizabeth Warren. We just need data. Go be the sacrificial lamb. Go get your ass out there. Run. Waste your time. Sometimes we do need data. Though. Sometimes we do. But then, <laughs> but she said it was all about what she when when she did enter the race. It was about what she was wearing. It was about her hair. It was about her voice. It was whether or not she smiled enough. And she goes. Right? Yeah. And I, I just, that, that to me resonated the part of being Hillary, but I just think that's being woman everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, if it's, you know, yeah. You know, smile, bitch. Like, you know, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> she's in danger of being Hilloried by others, but she's... Because of her choices, mm-hmm. of the way she's running her campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You're the best of yes. Elizabeth Warren. We love if you, If you're Lou. listening. <laughs> you have really great ideas. And if you don't win, maybe you'll be Secretary of Finance. I mean, that's the the biggest part of running for an office is you have to do the work to get elected. And if you're not willing to do that work to get elected, then eh, do you really want the job? I think we were talking about this with somebody else. We were like, earn me. Yeah. (laughs) If you want me, earn Earn me. me. Do we have to say this every week for every candidate? Yeah. Earn me, bitch. (laughs) Oh, uh, we're going to talk about that candidate uh, soon, I'm sure. You know what, though? I do notice that when, I mean, she does like talking to people. You know, when I, I see her interact with actual voters and the rest of us, not genuine. not media and Absolutely. show hosts, it's genuine. She likes talking to people. And I, so I really honestly don't blame her because I don't like having to go to a bunch of events. They're exhausting. It takes me a week to recover from one rally. Yeah. You know, so I can't imagine um, going to a rally and talking and having to, I think no. she likes that part. Put I think she just on. like Michigan. I think she's she doesn't like the fundraising. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't like the campaigning part. Right. She's ready to govern. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, with that, uh, we'll take a small break and we'll be right back. Yeah, it's 
fuck it. The bottle is popped though. Yeah, you know what? I'll Who gives a shit? We'll drink that shit. I'll <laughs> twist my $7 wine cap. Which is lovely crack. <laughs> what if, what wine is that, machine? It was the one she told us about already. Oh, 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 that's We just right. hadn't opened it yet. Sorry. <laughs> okay, she's like so <laughs> defeated right now. She's so broken. <laughs> what did you monster do to her? Weak and weak I don't like this thing. Maybe <laughs> that's it. Yeah. She looks like she's about to cry. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get, I need to get, I'll get you a different question. I know, I meant you look like you're about to uh, cry. <laughs> we are sorry for her. I think we need to get, we should just get one of the, get like a sound. I think maybe it's meant treat. to do that. To maybe like, so. I think maybe it's one of those that's supposed to just elegantly. Maybe you're not supposed to hear the pop. Yeah. Well, it's, and then it's got this thing. It's most so of covered. Them don't. Maybe oh, it muffles, yeah. muffles yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. We'll use the old. We'll use the old timey corkscrew next time. So, um, so for our classy drunk delegates, can you tell us are there wine openers that are meant to block the sound? Is the is pop? the pop? Is that? Trashy? Are we? <laughs> are we not in the know? Right. I want to know. I want to hear the pop. I mean, I like, know. I don't. The most the expensive bottle fun. I've got is not even eighteen dollars. So I don't know. Maybe this is too highfalutin for and us. Both times it's been the Texas wines. Texas, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, I would disappointed. <laughs> well, glug glug. So, glug I'm glug. thirsty. Yes. That's the only sound that matters. <laughs> See, that's always count on a good glug glug. Yeah, that's, that's the right. only sound that matters <laughs> is the glug. Um, so <laughs> moving on, we're gonna talk about MJ. Yeah. MJ Hagar, Major Mary MJ for short. They have MJ in quotes. It's uh, if you're nasty. If you're <laughs> she's not nasty. <laughs> no, I don't know, no. man. She's quite the badass. She's yeah. badass. She is. She yeah. Is. So Jen, tell us. Give us the the rundown on on MJ. Okay, so I'm I'm excited about her. Um, MJ Hager is running for Senate against John Cornyn um, here in Texas, and because we've been waiting for somebody to step up and say I'm running for Senate against John Cornyn, and we were kind of hoping Wendy Davis, and she's like, nope, I'm gonna run for Congress twenty something. Um, so <laughs> yeah, which district do we know? Do we, we don't know, we don't know yet. I think, okay, I thought okay. it was twenty one. I okay. could be wrong. Though. Okay. So MJ Hager, she is a working mom first and foremost. Um, she is a former Air Force helicopter pilot and a combat veteran. In two thousand twelve, and this is the part that I think makes her a badass. In two thousand twelve, she sued the Pentagon with three other women, calling then restrictions against women. Um, serving in ground combat units unconstitutional. So there were restrictions against women mm-hmm. right. serving in combat. Then defense sec- the defense secretary at the time, Leon Panetta, reversed the ban in 2013 after pressure had mounted because of her lawsuit with the three other women. I don't have the name of the three other women. I would love to know who they are. Yeah. And I'll look into that further. We'll post, um, we'll post that on we'll post that yeah. with, with MJ's story and um, on the on the Facebook page. Uh, to me. On, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> um, that makes her, like, to me, in my mind, that makes her a badass. Because Absolutely. how many, how long have women been serving in the Air Force and the Army and, and, and basically our military and have not stepped up to do something like this, to sue the Pentagon, to allow women in combat? 
because you know it just it was unheard of. It was you know well, they mind, didn't want to ruffle mind feathers. your place. Most of don't, their most don't of rock their the boat. officers were men, so right, right. there's a, there's a I'm and sure she there's... you know she had the chutzpah to go out there and <clears throat> she sued the fucking Pentagon and, <laughs> and she ran for a a. Yeah, Texas that's what house. The, yeah, that's last what I'm year, right? And her. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. Don't so, feel hooked on that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not. I did I'm all not to. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> that journey uh, motivated her to tell her story in her memoir called Shoot Like a Girl, uh, which oh, was um, a memoir of her life in Afghanistan. She served, oh gosh, I think she served two turns in Afghanistan or two tours. She was in a helicopter when it was, I believe it was shot down. Uh, she says all this in her ad, which, uh, and then ultimately decided to run for Congress in 2018 against uh, Representative John Carter in Texas District 31, who's a Republican. Unfortunately, she lost, but she came within three points, mm-hmm. which is huge because the previous year, Carter won by 22 points. Damn. Wow. Mm-hmm. She closed some gap she there. She closed yeah. a huge Love gap. It. And I'm I'm going to give a lot of that credit to the ad that she did called Doors. Her ad was oh, bad. I was ask you if that, was, oh, that was the ad. Yes. Yes. So amazing. Yes. So I mean, amazing. The music, the the concept, like the I don't know if she thought of that or the whoever thought of that. The cinematography of it. Genius. Yes. Um, so that ad actually ended up getting more than 5 million views on YouTube. <sighs> So in her race in 2018, just for Congress, she got $5 million. Um, So now she's decided to run for Senate against Cornyn, which is amazing. I guess her obstacle at the moment, other than just being in Texas (laughs) and this being a Republican state, her obstacle is that she only has about $37,000 in the bank right now, while Cornyn has $7.4 million in the bank. So you're saying he's just got a little bit more than her? He's got a little bit more. (laughs) A few dollars. But... I'm curious. I'm I'm watching her numbers. I'm curious to see how much she has. She's going to be raising because mm-hmm. uh, she just announced yesterday. Um, so I'm curious to see. I, I can't wait to see what her twenty four first twenty four hour numbers are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a fun fact, and this is what I am most excited about during her 2018 race. Jensen Ackles, Jared Padalecki both endorsed her and did ads with her yes. for her race. Yes. Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles are Sam and Dean from Supernatural, the longest running show <laughs> on the CW. And they are. <laughs> Michelle's just shaking her head. I know. Like, I don't She's know shaking what the her fuck head. Is this? I know some fine ass men on Supernatural. Oh my God. They are. They are. They are adorable. Jensen is my favorite um, because he was on Smallville beforehand. Um, but they've never, you know, it's it's. I like they, Jared because he was on Gilmore Girls. I know. Oh my god! And no, he's like, killing me and he's teenage so popper. He is six foot five, hunka. Oh my god, he's a tree. I want to climb three times. So, hey Josh, <laughs> he knows. He's okay with it. He's he, he's okay with it. He knows. Um, but listen, the <coughs> typically the the cast on the show of Supernatural, they have a huge following. I mean, this is, there's like this is like a cult following. Well, they here. do have a cult yeah. following. Yeah, they have conventions. Yes, that. they're going into their fifteenth season. No, fourteenth, fifteenth, fifteenth. What you oh don't my, know? Long I lost. <laughs> I lost track. But they're going into their fifteenth season. Their fifteenth and final season. Cue the sad music, um, and the Catholic cross thing. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but they do have a huge following. 
Jensen and Jared have never necessarily posted anything political on their social media. They've never spoken about anything political. The closest they've ever come is Jared talking about his um, his experience with his mental illness, with depression and all that stuff. I mean, that's the closest they've ever come to talking about anything personal outside of the show and the fan base. So for them to come out in support of a Democrat in Austin, Texas, mm. was a big deal. Yeah. And they are Texas boys. Y'all. They are Texas boys. Are they? Um, mm-hmm. yes. That's what I was going to ask. Jensen has, Jensen has a brewery in a... a Red Round Rock. Round Rock. Yes. Okay. Just outside of so that's, uh, Austin. That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. south of Austin. Sounds yeah. like a sponsorship. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan always wanting them dollars. Jensen, if you're listening. We were at you on Twitter and Insta. <laughs> Wait, I will. We are, we're, we're at you. Yeah, anyway, so that that was the fun fact. Well, I hopefully thought, they bring in some money for her. I Yeah, hopefully they, they, they do it again. Um, yeah. And fun fact for me personally, um, I have spoken with some people on MJ's campaign, and I'm going to help them out with uh, getting some rallies going and some meet awesome. and greet events. Yes. And, like I did for Beto, so be prepared for that because I'm... <laughs> And I'm I'm going. Jen likes a good rally. I love a good rally. <laughs> Challenge good accepted. I will I will have. I don't know if I don't know. You know I know a lot of people are excited about her, and a lot of Beto people are very excited about her. So you know it's quite possible she could you know wind up with some good sized rallies the mm-hmm. way right. he did. So right. we'll awesome. see. We'll yeah. see. And so far, has there been anybody else that's announced for that race? No. Nope. Okay. Well, one guy, but I don't remember his name. He's not really campaigning. So, okay. <laughs> and the Demo- for the Democratic primary? Right. Okay. And I do know that uh, Julian, who's one of the Castros, Joaquin, which one's running for president? Julian. 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 Okay, so Joaquin is, is thinking about. There's, yeah, I've heard that too. Running for Senate, but he hasn't announced yet. He hasn't made up his mind. I'm I'm sorry. Cast your brother's shit or get off the pod. Right. For years. Oh, my God. For years. Thank you. We have been on the same page on that one. <laughs> well, Those Cast brothers. I love both of them. I met them years ago, and um, they're not friends of ours or nothing. Yeah, I got a photo op. That's about all. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing them. Maybe I saw uh, Julian at uh, the Democratic Convention last year. Right. Yeah. And but but no, I just they they had their their moment in the light. I feel like, and they kind of missed it a little bit. Not that they're not good politicians, and Mm -hmm. and you know, good. I don't know. Although some of them have some. Skeletons in the closet. They all got skeletons. <laughs> but yeah. But MJ. Not MJ, yeah. I don't think. MJ is capitalizing <laughs> on the fact that she had a very close, very popular yes. uh, congressional race. Yes. And she doesn't want to wait. For the next congressional race, yeah, and I think I think it's it's. I mean, I, I know I you know I've, I've seen a few people express their disappointment that she's not running again against Carter. But you know what? When a person gains that kind of exposure and their name is known, you go a little bit higher up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, she was known a lot more out of her district well, than she was <clears throat> in just in her def- district. I mean, she's definitely ambitious. We can tell for that by sure. her history. Oh, it's, for sure, it's great that she's doing this and she's running. I mean, strategically. When you lose by a three-point margin, you don't give that up. You run that again. But the fact that she's 
taking this on. It's no easy feat, and mm-hmm. it's great that she's doing it. Yeah. So, Miss, she's giving us her. You're putting a campaign. Yeah, totally. Like that that manager right. hat so, on. No, I, no, and that's and like to me objective. We're, 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 we're talking from feelings here, so you yeah. tell us from campaign. Yeah, campaign, campaign manager. Hat. manager. If, if I were advising her, I wouldn't <clears throat> have told her to take that on. I would have told her to close. The, a three-point gap is so easy. Yeah. Um, and right. to to take that. But there's nothing wrong with what she's doing. It is important that someone run against her. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If not for anything but the data. <laughs> oh, God. And honestly, oh, like, but well, somebody that can be competitive, She can't run for both, too. right? No. She can't. Oh, damn. And, okay. and also someone that can be competitive. <laughs> you wouldn't want that because there are oh, people who would take a I know. I yes. know. I wouldn't want that. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just just for like, her, I would. Like for you her. mentioned, there was there's somebody else. You don't really know his name, so he's obviously not made a big splash in this. Yeah. And you do want somebody to be competitive because mm-hmm. the names that were getting thrown around before were, is Beto going to run for it or is Wendy Davis going to run for it? Right. You know, or... You can't go from big names like Beto, Wendy Davis, um, who else was... Even the Castro. Even the Castro. Oh, even Castro, Castro yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, just have kind of a, a no-name guy who Todd isn't... Gillespie. Who yeah. Who cares? I just throw that name out. It's not a real person. <laughs> I mean, it's a real person somewhere. Who isn't... Like <laughs> if Todd, whatever his who? face comes out... Todd! We, <laughs> Todd, whatever. Is <laughs> Todd every white guy? Is that who yes. Todd is? For me, Todd is every white guy. Todd or, or Connor. <laughs> cool. Okay. Or Kyle. <gasps> anyway... So, although I love my brother-in-law Kyle, so it makes it makes perfect sense that MJ would run for Senate. I think I think for her personally, uh, it's a great decision because it gets her name out there, gets her more recognition, and you know if she has future plans of creating new organizations or taking on different endeavors, right. this is this is the perfect thing to do. Um, person, now I, here's my opinion about whether or not she could beat Cornyn. I have a hard time imagining anybody beating Cornyn right now. Yeah. I don't even think Beto would have been able to beat Cornyn. Because if you can't beat Ted Cruz, the most disliked Republican. Piece of fucktard shit. Of shit. I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm kind of torn. Okay, so let's. Again, it, like Mishy's thing. If he had a 2.4, why wouldn't he do it again? Right. But, okay, so here's the thing. It, how close he came to beating Ted... If that race, if it was like it is with Congress, and that race was running again this year, he would totally he would win it. He would win, he it. would win it, not this year, but twenty twenty. Right. He would win it. Mm-hmm. But it's different. It's a different candidate, and it's a different year. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. It's <clears throat> it, it, it. Wait, Beto, wait, wait, I, wait. If if Beto, if Beto was running against well, Ted in twenty twenty again, he would he then would he win. would beat him. If that if that Senate race was ran in twenty twenty, he, he would, would beat win. him. It would yeah. Win. Because of what he did with against Cruz. No, I'm saying or, if Beto if was running against Cruz, Cruz against, not Cornyn, oh. let's just pretend that it was every two years that oh. race runs, yeah, then he would win it uh-huh. because he's so close. Mm-hmm. But waiting another six years for Ted to come back oh, up again God, is not no. practical. Yeah. No. It's not going to happen. Trying to carry it over to Cornyn is not the same thing. Although the year is better because it's a general, or it's not general, but it's a the presidential, the presidential election, yeah, we have and not an off, not a mid year. Or midterms, but 
So yeah, I feel like you get that you get more voters during the presidential election. Right? Absolutely. But Beto, but Beto also increased the voter he registration. Absolutely did. Absolutely. And it's but the money is also dispersed <clears throat> differently in a presidential election. Mm-hmm. Right? People have, people are spending more money in a midterm. Like that's why Beto's numbers were out of this world because people weren't donating money no. to a presidential campaign. But you it's, don't think? it's also kind of apples and oranges because <clears throat> Beto had a lot of out of state money come in. And yeah. a lot of out of he state didn't use support. nearly the amount of money he was right. getting. He so wasn't paying like, any. I mean, he was paying some staff. Don't get me wrong, but he had a shit ton of people like Jen that were just like, "Hey, I'm a full time employee for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And make me your bitch." Well, he had he had Beto Be, Beto people, right? right. Pop, just, well, he had pop offices everywhere, dude. He had just Beto ambassadors. He had volunteer. I mean, he had people out of. Just coming out of the woodworks. I will do it, crew. I will do work for you for free. Everybody can come to my house and we'll do black walks. I mean, he had he mm-hmm. had it, so he was spending his money right. elsewhere. This is a feat for her for sure. Like it's not to even be naive about it. The right. numbers are not in her favor, and just yeah. looking at where she's starting off, <laughs> the right. The funding disparity at there thirty-seven thousand uh, with it's it's a lot, and I'm not. Since it's federal to federal, I'm sure she can keep that 30000 Because normally when you're running state to federal, you can't keep that money. Mm. You have to start over. Uh, so I'm sure she'll be able to keep it. But thirty grand on a campaign this large will go into Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. When, hopefully well, we'll, watch, we'll definitely watch her campaign. Yeah. And yeah. I'm hoping she gets <laughs> lots of support because what she's doing is important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I'll, I'll be watching. I want to give a link in our, in our show notes to her Doors ad because I think that was just so For phenomenal. Sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was... It was yeah. a game changer. <clears throat> yeah, that ad definitely. Put her on the map. Races in states like these are not won; they're chipped away at. Yep. So, this is part of so the true. Chip. So and true. We don't know how it's going to go in Texas no. in twenty twenty. Yeah. We don't know because it depends on who wins the Democratic. This is like primary, a whole primary, different primary whole game. This, yeah, you know, and it's fun. And that's that, I think honestly mm. for me, maybe you guys would agree. This is. That's what's exciting about this is that we have no fucking clue how Texas is going to go in 2020. No. No. And that's I mean, exciting. It, it went purple in 2018. Yeah. Oh, it was always purple. It was blue. just never. It was, it was just a non-voting. Right. right. But I'm just saying as far as the. In the union. When you horrible. look at the. When you look at the. What the elections did. How many seats we flipped. It became purple. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, and, and a good chunk of that credit goes to Beto as well. Beto helped absolutely. a lot of people win a lot of races. Mm-hmm. He did. So, yeah. You're but, welcome, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to discount, you know, you can't elect people if they're not people running for office. Yeah. And there are people that have ran over and over again. Um, shout out to Missy's friend, Retta. Love you, Retta. Retta. Um, <laughs> State rep. But yes. there were a lot of districts where nobody was running. I mean, look at yeah, our, you know, in 26, nobody ran. And, and the ones that did run, just, eh. <laughs> yeah. You know, Burgess yeah. has been in office now for 100 years. Right. Right. So, and we'll yeah. run until he dies. And he's yep. going to, you know, he's going to win again in 20, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. Yeah, let's win again. But <laughs> that's a whole other Anyway, that's right a whole there. other episode. Speaking um, of who the hell's going to be our Democratic nominee. Moving on. Who's. Who is uh, who has ran over and over again for president? <laughs> um, I think that's a great segue into Uncle Joe, which Missy Missy has. Oh, hello, wine. The tan the tannins are a fucking oh, now. <laughs> She's blaming the tannins. I, I know, it ain't I, the tannins. She got a lot of tannins. <laughs> 
it's that word that was so hard to say. <laughs> it had a lot of shiz in it. Alcohol. <laughs> Um, Uncle Joe, Uncle Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, tried to break the internet today. No, he done broke the internet. Because he waited a day, thank goodness, because the the women's foreman was in Houston yesterday. Uh The NFL draft is tonight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't can't answer neither one of those. Yes, it is. The woman's what was? Forum was in Houston. Oh, okay. So, like, women and minorities. I'm sorry Mm -hmm. if if I'm just saying women. Oh, she the people. It was she the people. Yeah, and she's the people. Sorry. I call it women's foreman. It was, yeah. It was a fantastic forum. Yeah. And A.M. Joy. AM Joy. Joy Reed. Helped. <laughs> she helped, she hosted. Joy. I like AM Joy. But Joe did it like at the, like, I got an email at 5.58 AM well, like, from well, Joe. Like how old people do it. Yeah. And yeah. with, I love, he's already up. Yeah. And he's I, running for president. I saw somewhere Shocking. that the font that he used on his video was like Aunt Tia's funeral <laughs> program font and that was hysterical <laughs> i did see that i had to throw funny. that in there so if oh anybody's been wondering why miss she's been kind of um, quiet this is her moment right. she's wanting to talk about uncle joe so bad her energy she is, she's just like this is a fucking story of the right. day y'all let's have let her let her have her story let's yes. do this. tell it girl it's not even Spill. my story tell well, it no i just said um, tell the story yes he yeah. was up at 5 a.m like old people do getting ready to drop some fucking news on y'all send an email minute. with a forward 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 <laughs> r-e colon r-e <laughs> no no cc or BCC so everyone's email addresses were exposed. Um, no. I'm, no. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Trying to story that shit? I just and got the, a Blackberry. I don't know what the that, fuck I'm doing with this shit. And then reply. Uncle Joe was, still got a Blackberry. <laughs> and the reply. I'm being so ageist right now. I know. That's so terrible. I know. Uncle Joe, I, we're sorry. I, I'm I, up at 5 a.m. I'm only 40, right. so whatever. Yeah. You're 90 at heart. I, okay. I am yeah. a 90 at heart. I, 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 which is I, why I don't give a fuck what anybody here's thinks. The thing. So, Mishy and I had a conversation three months ago. We had a conversation six months ago. We had a conversation nine ago. months a year ago. Yeah. And what did you say, Mishy? Joe Biden is the only one who can beat Trump. <laughs> I don't care how y'all feel about it. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 Shit. Damn, Damn it, horn we need that ready. horn. It's a fucking horn. Pause it. I think that the segment is just going to be us saying we have no horn. Damn it. That's the segment. How and do we, how do I, where is the horn? Oh, it, I, the moment has passed. Yeah, it has, it it has, has time and gone. Come and gone. Um, but that's why we're funny and people love us. And everyone's just okay, like, we're going to air horn Can I just Amazon Google the right horn? Now. Uh, there you go. There you go. So you can cut, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's never ending. But I'm just going to do that so that you can just insert it next time. Just cut a clip of it. <coughs> and we're done. This is actually... Make it stop. <laughs> okay. So, All right. Mishy, Joe Biden is the only... Because we need an old white man to beat an old Another white man. Another old white man. And Democrats are going to have to make a decision this cycle. What do you want? You <laughs> What is it that you want? Do you want all of the things, all your progressive dreams to come true? I want my student loans paid off. You want your student loans paid off? You want to do that? <laughs> do you or want health care? Do you want all of that? Um, or you just want to get the fucking orange man out? Or do you want to get 
the I fucker s- out. I want the fucker out. So that's we're at a crossroads, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and cheers, Poland. baby. That yeah. is so true. That is so true. Like, what do you? What the fuck do you want, Democratic Party? What do you want? And there's a way to get all of those things through. Joe. Joe is gonna work with. All of the people who are running. And what, and what was the first thing that he did as part of the what is, getting things done? Who did he hire today? Oh, Simone. Yeah. Simone. Simone. And, and I thought it was really interesting. There's a couple of points about that. Like, the video itself. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My glasses are fogging up the excitement. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I fucking love Simone. Sandra. It is and she, I will shave my too. head. You my fucking idol. You gonna get you a cut? I will. <laughs> and some long ass nails. And nah. one of the Joe has been in the game for so long that he re, he knows how to play the game. Like um, he if he probably at another time is involved the turnip tree yesterday. No, nope, he might mm-hmm. have to sit, sit down with Elizabeth Warren talk about how this shit go. The turnip tree. The turnip truck. Sorry. Yeah. Hello, wine. I'm tannins. He, Joe recognizes who's going to make a difference in this ad. And for him to come out with an ad that talked about Charlottesville, that could have gone way left. But yeah. he had a specific targeted demographic that he wanted to see that video that he was trying to appeal to. And that is the black voters. That was a moment Genius. in our history. He knows he's competing with Corey. He knows he's competing with Beto. He knows he's competing with Kamala. Kamala. And then he comes out and he goes right to it, calls him out for one of the most atrocious moments mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. administration and says, I'm not down for this shit. And calls it out right where everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. And me as a black person, I was like, oh, yes. I want somebody who's ready to throw some hands, bitch. I'm watching. I was like, Uncle Joyce ready to put some gloves on and fight. I was like, I was in. And can you see Uncle Joe on the stage with Donald Trump in a debate? Oh. Oh. I, I, right now, I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps oh. just thinking about it. Right? He is the only person who can go to Because he's going to turn around and go, you're lying. You're you're that's a bunch of malarkey. That's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> and but no, oh, I can't wait for the Irish shit to come out. The, yeah. <laughs> the amount of experience that's there is there's he's the only person. Not that Trump needs any help to look like he's completely fucking daft. Yeah, he don't need anybody for that. No. There's a person who can do it with precision and do it as an art form, and that is Joe because he has come through the rings of the political. Okay. Go ahead, Jen. I have, I have like You're 20. You're I'm, I'm excited because Jen. I have, I have 20, and then this is the first time I've actually She's been excited about Biden mm-hmm. because I know that we've had Irish presidents and I know we've had a lot of Irish <laughs> politicians because we Irish people are fucking everywhere. Um, but. And fucking everywhere. We're, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all make a lot of We babies. like to procreate. We do. We make a lot of beef. Yeah. That's a whole other episode. Irish people. Um, don't fuck with us. Don't fuck with us. Exactly. <laughs> So, you get it. I love that you get it. You've been hanging out with us enough to get it. Um, so here's why I'm excited because you know you had like let's let's say the 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 most prominent remembered Irish president was obviously JFK. Mm-hmm. But JFK is not like Uncle Joe. He's yeah. not like Joe Biden at all. 
Joe Biden is the Irish guy mm. who will get in your face mm-hmm. and tell you to go fuck yourself uh-huh. yeah. and call you out for your bullshit. Yeah. And not in a, you know, a sophisticated, No, in nice, like I probably had a way. beer for breakfast and like, I'm ready to go kind like, of way. Yes. And I had a beer for breakfast as like, because I have a hangover from last from night. From last night because I drank too much Hennessy. <laughs> And Do the Irish drink Hennessy? The Irish drink anything they oh, want. Nice. Well, whiskey, um, Hennessy, Makers, whatever. Daniels, Guinness. I mean, yeah, you Guinness. know, I got up this like morning. Just, does it have stout. an alcohol content of twenty percent or more that the Irish are drinking? It. I got up this people. morning. I got up this morning. I have my, I have my, my, my Beer, baked beans, my Cheerios. blood sausage, my fucking <laughs> eggs, and what the fuck ever Irish breakfast. My beer, and we're gonna go at it. You want to step outside? Let's step outside. He's going to bring, oh my God, he's bringing oh, yeah. the Irish people to the White House. <laughs> I'm well, excited for this. Green. Not only that, Joe also knows where to go. Mm-hmm. So he can walk into Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and he can ha- go to a coffee shop oh. and he can talk to coal miners and he can go to West Virginia and he yes. can go to Wisconsin. The places where, unfortunately, our last candidate just didn't think she needed to go. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, she just... You know, and the Trump she, didn't think he has it, to go there either because he's a dipshit. Well, <laughs> he'll talk to the coal miners and tell them how he bring the coal back. Right, but Joe will be honest with him. <laughs> yeah. I rolled my eyes so hard I checked out my own ass. The good news is... The good news right. is... On both the, sides. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is the coal miners have caught on that Trump isn't quite all he's made himself out to be. Right. Shocking! And, and Joe <laughs> will tell them that to their face. I, I think that Joe brings... I think he brings brute honesty mm-hmm. to the campaign. Oh, absolutely. And, and let's face it, old people vote. Old people do vote. They're so old people vote old. better They're than the we do. They're the majority of the people that vote. And when I say old people, I'm talking about like people my age and older. Yeah. I'm not talking about people that are <laughs> wait 70 and 80. She's no, no, six wait. months older than me. Yes. I'm just I'm just saying Jesus. that it's the majority of the people that vote are probably what, 45 and over. 45 and up. Because right? we got more to lose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we think we have more to lose. Hey, to the be young, fair, the young the... people don't realize they have more to lose. I'm like only child or young people under the bus. <laughs> Shut up. We just don't have a lot of people who speak to policies that we care That's about. That's true. Yeah. No, so, no, no. It, it, I'm not saying. But I, you yeah. know, I've been saying this for almost a year and a half that Joe Biden is the only person who. Can we were talking about this at the Democratic convention. Mm-hmm. And right? Last June. <laughs> Last June. Yeah. It's, and even before that. And he pulls so many different, like, demographics of people. Because he's center. He's not someone who's very far left, right. but he's very reliable for progressive policies. You can get... He has some marks in his past, like the 1994 crime bill. He wrote that. That was his bill. The bill that incarcerated... Anita Hill. Blood, all of that. And he was responsible for that. But he's come out and, you know, he's learned. And he said he learned Can a I lot. sniff your neck Can or whatever we call it? I mean, we just did an episode where we and you know, and sort of berated him. I think him. one and of that's the things. that's not hurting him. No. It's not the, hurting him. It's not. Because polling looks so solid for him right now. <laughs> polling, polling had him at beating Trump before he even announced that he was getting into the race. Yeah. Right. And the one thing I do like about Joe is he he's problematic <laughs> and so... In many ways, but he always owns up to his shit. He always owns yeah. up to his shit. And one of the things that he did do was he gave Anita Hill a phone call and basically said whatever it is. He didn't have to. He did to apologize. She wasn't thrilled, which I understand. I don't blame her. I understand I mean, because I her whole thing, 
I mean, would would he have done that if if he wasn't going to run for president? No, no, probably not. Yeah, right. So. But I mean, he he made, he did the call, and I call. I respect him for making the call instead of not. Right. Look, I'm not okay. trying to give the white man all the credit in yeah. the world, whatever. <laughs> but I respect that he he or just men yeah. in general. And then he talked like to her. She wasn't thrilled about it, but um. So we'll be watching him. Yeah, we'll be watching his fundraising over the next twenty four hours. We will definitely be. I'm sure that we will be chatting about him in next week's podcast because yeah. I'm curious to see how much money he's going to oh, raise. Man. If he raises more than Beto, I might cry. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna cry. Oh, My man has been out there every single day. He has every made a. He, he has and made. And oh man, he has made 103 stops. <laughs> A hundred and three. It's every everyone's working really hard. And I was watching him on Facebook. Oh, he's today working he's in so Vegas. Hard. Okay, All right. so All right. we got to wrap we, it up. Yes, we do have to wrap it up. So I am, we're watching Joe. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna and be MJ. watching Joe. We're gonna be talking about him. We are going to take a slight break, and we'll be right back. going to talk about the major event that happened at Huntsville Correctional this past week. Mishy, I think you're probably best educated on this, although I was I was here, I was alive, Ray was here on the live. Tragedy of a black man in Jasper, Texas, who was tortured and executed by a racist piece of shit. And that racist piece of shit was um, his life was ended this week. Yes, yesterday at 7 p.m. His name was John William King, he's 44. And for those of our drunk delegates who don't know the background of the story, happened two de- decades ago, like 20 years ago. Yeah. 1998. Um, so John King and two of his other white buddies decided that they were just going to go out and find a black man, and they lured... They didn't have necessarily... James in mind, but they were going to target the, a black man. Right. So they went and found James Bird, uh, who was walking home, and they offered him a ride. And as they offered him a ride, they uh, they beat him and then chained him to the back of a pickup truck. And they dragged him for three miles mm-hmm. down a road in Jesper County, basically tearing every body part that he had. Till there was basically nothing left. Mm-hmm. King was a very well-known white supremacist, and he's the one that orchestrated the attack. The two other guys in the case, one served, is serving the life sentence, and the other was uh, executed in 2011. I believe his name was Lawrence Brewer. He was uh, executed, and Sean Barry is uh, serving a life sentence. James was brutally murdered. Why was the other one executed before William, I wonder? I think that it was... Um, Process of appeals probably okay. having to do with like his attorneys and constantly he didn't have as many he didn't do as many appeals because I you're guaranteed what two or three appeals right and, and you can even the, go after more yeah uh, and so he exhausted all of those appeals even tried to get the execution stayed which was very fucking bold of him and it, it's just a really dark piece of Texas history and definitely dark piece of Jesper history. And so yesterday, he was executed by lethal injection after 20 years of taxpayers basically feeding him, giving him health care. And it brought up a lot of questions about the death penalty because I, my opinion personally is that justice can never be served here. And I remember telling you girls yesterday, I was like, 
my form of justice, what I would have liked to see him basically serve his family for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. I would have wanted to see him mm-hmm. work, brow sweat to provide for this family since he took their provider away. And I'm just interested to hear uh, you girls' opinion on the story because I, like when I was telling you guys, I was in Baba when this happened and I was like nine and it was a really big deal across oceans. You guys were here. Uh, so you heard about a Jasper, Texas. Jasper, Texas, yeah. White supremacist. In Zimbabwe as a nine-year-old, as an eight-year-old, yeah. yeah. And it was it was a really big deal because it's, at that time, a lot of people felt like 90s were a progressive time. It was, I mean, it was a well, big deal here. It was It was myself. I was in Oklahoma in college, and it was, it, it was a big story. And it just, I mean, I just remember it, it tore at every, at every heartstring. I don't want to, I don't want to diminish the story by saying it's East Texas. Like that, right. that is the way it is. And people think it's changed and it, it has not really well, changed And that a lot much. of people in Jesper have said that racial tensions in that, that town have not changed since Whatever. then. And yeah. Go to Jasper, Texas and tell me if you see different. I wanna, no, that's what she's saying. The people are saying oh, have it, yeah. oh, it, it hasn't, hasn't changed. changed. It hasn't changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I want to bring, I'm going to bring something up because a lot of people, you know, they, some people, I guess, who just haven't been paying attention even back in the nineties where they, they couldn't understand how this could happen in the nineties. Cause apparently <laughs> <laughs> race, there was no such thing as racism anymore. I lived in Marshall, North Carolina, um, back in the nineties and in 1990. <laughs> Four or five, the year before I started high school in Marshall, um, there were no black students in the high school that I went to except for one. And the year before I went there, there was one black male who was also attacked and tied to a truck and dragged down a gravel road. And he survived, um, but he, I mean, he was brutally beaten. And these were kids that I went, I went to high school with the very same kids that did this. And that that was terrifying because I had just moved there from Florida. It was, talk about a culture shock. Yeah. Um, you thought Florida was bad. Yeah. You think Florida is bad? There are different parts of this country that are way worse mm-hmm. that we don't talk about. But this this stuff was going on, not just in Jasper, Texas, but this stuff is happening all over the country. And oh, it just yeah. People think that we're so far, you know, away from it. And here we go. Yeah. Still execute. We, we executed a guy just yesterday for one of the most gruesome killings, hate crimes of not even just Texas, of the country. Like, this shook people to their core. Um, and then one of the questions that I wanted to ask you guys, I know just liberals, Democrats, progressives, whatever, how you want to label it, we're most often against the death penalty because mm-hmm. we realize that we have very likely executed a lot of innocent people because right. this always doesn't play out well for people of color, minorities, or whatever. But I'm even against the death penalty in this case because I think he got the easy way out. Mm-hmm. He got to go quietly into the night, go very sleep. peaceful death. And meanwhile, when they dragged James for three miles, he felt every single thing across right, that right. dirt road. Can we truly say that justice was served? I don't no. And And here's the thing, too, is that incarceration, prison, rehabilitation, all that, it, it's supposed to be so that you bring a better person out of it. And redemption, th- redemption, and and this man obviously was um, William, the perpetrator, the murderer, the killer, was never going to get better from this. Some things right? you can't and, be redeemed. So, but execution. He went to his. He went to the execution, maintaining his innocence. Right. He swears he left before things happened. Right. I'm so not saying totally I'm, denying. He never. He never right. admitted his guilt. He never. And, and, and it doesn't zero deter. Remorse. And it doesn't deter. So the no. the whole point of of incarceration and making somebody pay for their crimes is that it's a deterrent. 
I think the biggest fault in the system with execution is that it's not a deterrent. It's not disproven. Right. And my second one is that innocent people are are actually executed. If it was a deterrent, by this point, we wouldn't have any money to do it. Right. We wouldn't. Because Texas has the highest execution rate of any state in the union. And I remember remember this case. I was in my 20s. Wow. And I remember reading an article about it that was so... I hate to say it was so well written, but Mm. you know how when you read a book and they tell a story so well, you see it. Mm. I hate whoever wrote that article because they painted that picture so well that I felt like I saw it on film. And I, one of the descriptions showed the fact that he, and it's not graphic, but it said the fact that they could tell that he was shifting positions through this. As these things were happening right. to him by mile one, he was shifting positions and right. things like that. It just and it just it it's it'll break you to it'll, hear that and to think about that. And I remember having this talk with my dad about the death penalty mm-hmm. and saying this guy getting a bullet is not even getting a bullet getting Still the electric chair. It's not good enough. Uh-huh. He needs somebody needs to do to him what he did what to he him. did to them. And my dad said. What good person would be willing to, to do, do that? that? Right, right. And evil, evil, evil. Right. So evil someone exists. that is meant to, but he say, he, my dad was saying, the person that has to carry out the the punishment phase, the mm-hmm. execution, has to be a good person. Right. Like we, ha- or else we can't feel that they're doing a just good. Yeah. yeah. And for someone to be able to do that, you would have to be a horrible person. I think this is one of those cases that makes it hard to come out with a solid yes or no against or for the death penalty. Because when you imagine, here's, you know, they put somebody in front of you and say, this man kidnapped a black man, a father, a provider of a family, and tied him to a truck and dragged him down a road for three miles until he was dead and tortured him. And so, of course, immediately your human instinct is, this person needs to suffer and die. Right. Right. So, like, I mean, I, I understand that. Like, there's a part of me that's, I'm, fundamentally, I am against the death penalty. But, but there's, there's part of you that roots for yes, this. There's a case like this where, where yesterday when I read that news, I was like, good. Eh, good. I'm I glad he's dead. Except, except he wasn't dragged Ex- by a truck. Exactly. <coughs> that was my thing. And I was like, he got the easy way out. He had was, 20 years to come to terms with his right. death. It was not an eye for an eye. No. I mean, and <coughs> I'm an atheist. I don't, I don't do the whole eye for an eye thing. Yeah. But I feel like the cases like this make it difficult for the death penalty argument because I think it's, it may not be justice. It may not be an equal reciprocation of the crime, mm-hmm. but there's a part of us that's like the penalty is death. The penalty is death, and, and that makes that. us feel like we we um we did vindicated, we, did right. we avenged the yeah. death of the man. even the family. James Bird's family I was gonna ask, did not like, want him to be executed. They don't, yeah, because I think well, Sean actually is the one that's getting the better punishment, not in a good sense, but he has to live the rest of his life. And, and he's going to be up for parole in 2038 or whatever, but chances of him getting it are slim Nothing. to none. He's the third guy involved. Yes, okay. and he has to sit there and think about what he did and the reason why he's there. And I think, to me, hell basically is defined by zero peace of mind. Right. And they should have I, to stare a pic- at a picture of James Byrd every yeah. fucking night of his life. Like, and I wish the judge had ordered that in their cell. 
every single night of Bird, his family, his mother, his father, his uncle, his, and aunt, even his from children, a, whoever, even every from, single night. Even from an economic standpoint, studies have shown yeah. that giving someone life in prison actually costs less, less than an execution. Than an, execution. an execution. And I don't, I don't understand that. That's weird. It doesn't seem, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, but even that, it just yeah, cost-wise, it doesn't yeah. seem like it should be. But, I mean, my God, if you want to even look at it from that perspective, well, then let's just give them life in prison. Right. And I, I know in my heart, I feel like this guy was guilty. There, There is no denying oh. it. But I stand behind the fact that it is better... Five guilty men to go, go free, free than one, one innocent, innocent man. man. Innocent one. And, and, and it, numbers have shown that we have executed innocent, innocent people. people. We yeah. have, and how many people are being saved by the Innocence Project? Yeah, yeah. And look at how many people are getting exonerated right, right. now. Exonerated. Off of DNA yeah. evidence. And even then, when you look at it, it's really not a just punishment, y'all. Like he, oh. it was yeah. the equivalent of going to sleep. Yeah, like right. He was. He got a last meal. He got the opportunity and, to. And I now, mean, and, if we're gonna he, kill you, let us have some. Fun with it, and, and his family didn't want to be part of that. No, but see, that goes no. back to what I was saying: is what kind of person is willing to do that? Like, I'm not a good like, person. I know you can because, sit and talk that no, you, you are. You are. I mean, I am. You are. But, and his family and his family are not evil, so they no, don't want no. to do that. And they didn't want that. They no. didn't want the execution. And they probably forgave him way before. And such, look, you murder situation. somebody in my family, I am gonna. The whole good you, person is out the window. I will torture your ass till the they, very end. Honestly, <laughs> forgiveness is not uh, about the other person. It's about you. Right. right. It's about right. you coming to terms uh-huh. with what you're going through and remembering and his the kind of person that thing. you are. Right. And mm-hmm. this is just. I was remember reading a USA article that says this is considered one of the worst hate crimes in the United States history. Wow. Um, this in, particular in case. This particular one. Yeah. Thanks, um, Texas. Even out of... Apologize even compared, for Texas, too. I know. I mean, are oh they God. saying this even compared to Mississippi? Have they seen all of the crimes that have come out of Mississippi in the last I, hundred years? I want to say it's no, got to... There has to be also the context Even the compared time. to the yeah. lynching? It's it's because this happened no. in the 90s. Yeah. In the and 90s. just the gruesome nature of the death. You have to understand, and this is so dark... He was dragged until basically oh yeah was left. yeah yeah no I don't um, argue that at all I'm just I and just can think you imagine like, being the person that's having to be asked to come and identify whatever is left or it was right such a it was a purposeful evil gruesome dark death and that's it's it is categorized that way in just wow. so it is a dark story in Texas history I hope that the family maybe. Hopefully they they had peace a long time ago. They did. They said they did. Um, and but you know, to your and, point, and maybe maybe he has maybe this man has redemption now. I don't know if you believe in the afterlife, if you believe in forgiveness and all that kind of stuff. Maybe he met James Bird. Well, I at, said seven oh one last night. I, I said now nah, he's in hell. James, I, is in, I said in my Facebook post. That's a whole other podcast. If if, if hell has levels. That whatever <laughs> level he goes to, he's maybe... With, yeah, he's with Charles Manson. Let it Look. burn. Let it burn. Look, um, I'm an atheist, and I can tell you right now, that man is burning in hell. <laughs> and, you know, to your credit, to what you just said, his family said they wanted people to talk about this. Because what was Great. happening in Jesper is that they're trying to erase this as uh-huh. part of their history. And try surprise, to surprise, surprise, surprise. And then they said that the best way to keep his memory alive is to talk about it nonstop. Yes. And talk about how dark and gruesome and evil it was. So this definitely goes out to uh, his memory and positive vibes to his family. Sending a lot of love right. to yes. you guys. To yeah. the Bird family. Yeah. To the Bird family. Yeah.
We're going to end our podcast. We do on need, a good note. We do need to end on a happy note. note. After that story, oh. I want to end on a good note. Yeah. So it is time for Ray's Bay of the Day. Ray's Bay of the Day. Day or the Bay of the Day. Oh, Ray. my God. I will get it down so eventually. <laughs> no, this is going to be the shtick is that no, they're never going to get, get it. it. <laughs> of Mishy's face. Yes. Because I feel like it's lost now, but we'll get it next time. It's not time. even an eye roll. It's just something different. It's a straight ass face. Like, just taste of disappointment. So, all right, so, right. so let me tell oh you. Oh my God. Oh my God, dog. Calm down. Who is your bay of the day this week? Okay, so for this week's bay, we are going all the way to Wisconsin. And we are going to go visit Stephanie Anderson Stevens. She owns Brilliant Body Works in Onalaska, Wisconsin. Onalaska, Wisconsin. Yeah. There's an Onalaska, Texas, by the way. Did you know that? Onalaska. There's it everything, is. Texas. I There's a big deal. Their Rome. names from everything. <laughs> I need to find Zimbabwe, Texas. It's somewhere. Out it there. is. Dude, it is. Oh. Shut up. There's no Zimbabwe, Texas. Stop it, y'all. There's an Iran. <laughs> go ahead. I get no respect. Go ahead. We love now you. Now you know how I feel. So what Oh my god. So what Stephanie is doing is she has found her life's work in helping survivors of abuse erase scars that harbor painful memories. Aww. So for survivors of abuse, the emotional scars they they can last forever. So for some they've got the physical scars in the form of tattoos that have been forced on them as a way to exert control. Right. And we see this with victims of domestic violence but also human trafficking or they've served time in prison because of a controlling person and things like this so all these horrible moments and human traffickers they will tag their workers gangs they mark their members abusers claim their victims and they all do this with tattoos and so oftentimes people feel forced into it or it's physically being forced on them and so what she has done is she has started Restorative Inc., which is a nonprofit that removes the scars that harbor painful reminders of a previous life. Um, she recently helped a woman named Tara who had taken about three hours to get a tattoo, and then taking it off was going to be six to 12 sessions, and Ooh. every one of them felt like hot grease splattering all over your skin. Yeah. But she said that every bit of it was worth it because nothing compared to what she endured at the hands of her abuser. Wow. And so what Stephanie has done has, she's just found her calling. She's erasing these painful memories for people. They are just looking for a second chance. And so, so far she's removed more than two dozen tattoos and she's now wow. has people in prison are reaching out to her for help. Is there a, like a, a donation link or something that we can post later? I have not been able to find one. What I did here Sorry. get is a, contact for her um, a phone number okay. her location so I'm going to look and see if I can find something better than just the phone number but I think that's amazing her, I think it's a, her personally it doing that's it awesome. but there are others that are doing this as well I've seen restorative ink 
other variations of it that are doing the same kind of thing. And it's those little things that I don't think people, I think people kind of, well, I mean, it's not like you can imagine if you don't, if you're not part of that world and you, you're not aware of everything that happens in that world, you know, even the smallest things such as a tattoo, if, as long as it's on your skin and on your, I mean, oh, I see my tattoos every single day, exactly. and it reminds me of the things that I choose to put that tattoo mm-hmm. on. And, they, and, they, exactly. and imagine being, good, those are have, those have good memories. Yes, imagine right. being forced to have a tattoo because of oh right. man, I just I can't even exactly. Ugh. I was thinking the same thing. Terrifying. Like I, as I was telling this story, I'm looking at my tattoo on my arm. That's a reminder of my daughter. We right. got them done together, and it's a thing of love. Can you look at it every single day and think somebody forced me wow. to get this yeah. because of of a oh, whole? And I, I actually didn't know. That that was the thing, <clears throat> but we all do know a person who's gone through something. I won't say their name, but they have uh, a tattoo on them that was forced on the control. I didn't even know that that was a thing, and it's something that, in, with the way they explained it, was a, it's a reminder every day when you look of at who's it. in charge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who has control of you? You don't have control of your life. Yeah. Good for her. So Wait, good. So we'll, for you, we'll Stephanie. Yay, Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. So Cheers to you, Steph. Okay, yes. I have. All right, so that's all we have, Drunk Delegates, for today. Join us next week when we talk about so much more fucking politics and get drunk. There'll probably be three or four more candidates announcing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? All right, y'all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm running for president. Damn it. I was going to (laughs) say that. (laughs) If this is an important time for y'all to know, I'm running for president. (laughs) Fucking Jim ruined it. We're all running for president. And I'm not even a citizen, and I can't run, and I'm running anyway. (laughs) She's not a citizen. And she's not old enough. I will be your first. Right, you're not even old enough. I'm still running. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I will be your first Irish female president. Fuck JFK. Um, and if anyone would like to donate um, to my campaign, or I take donations in wine. Um, please, Messina Hoff. Don't, definitely. I take wine. I take gift cards for wine. And um, I take wine. And I take <laughs> wine. I also take hard liquor, whichever. And like just or, or a gift card to Target. <laughs> Yeah, or where or, we buy wine. Where we, we buy, buy, wine. buy wine. Yes. All right, say tensing, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your dick in it, bye. to Drunk Bitches in Politics. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DBAP Pod. If you have questions or suggestions, email us at drunkbpolitics at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's the best way to show your support and spread the word.